you're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Visit mashthosebuttons.com for a full podcast schedule. Guardian. Guardian. Hello and welcome to episode 52 of In Orbit, Mash Those Buttons podcast dedicated to destiny and its community. Wherever you are and whenever you're listening, we thank you as always for making us part of your destiny experience. My name is David. And I'm still Jordan. (laughs) And on today's show, we're going to be looking at the This Week at Bungie that was released, talking about the hot fix that will be coming out to hopefully shake up the meta. Uh, We'll talk about a few Reddit posts that have come up from gamers talking about their speculation for the meta shift. And we're going to talk about kind of our current mood with the game, how we feel Destiny is going, what's going on with it. Little note before we start the show, I'd like to say that uh, Jorge, he has not been here for two weeks. He hasn't left the show. Don't got to worry about that. He will be coming back hopefully next week. He just had some personal problems come up, a little bit of health issues, spent some time in the hospital, but he is recovering well he'll be back here soon we wish him the best as always we miss you jorge we do we miss you so much but and as always make sure to check out the other podcasts here on mashless buttons network at www.mashlessbuttons.com and get involved with the in orbit by sending us your questions at in orbit podcast at gmail.com out further ado let's start this thing up jordan how has your week in Destiny been? You know what? Despite the lack of content, this week has actually been action-packed. I had a lot going on in Destiny. It was one of the most fun weeks I've had in recent weeks or months. Uh, I played old raids. Uh, we had a clan battle royale, members versus admins. Admins won. Whoop. Um, it was great, man. I had a good time. How about you? You know, um, it's interesting. Mine wasn't as action-packed as yours was, but um, I've been hopping from hopping from Destiny to other games, back to Destiny, doing that. Kind of really been hopping on to do like some dailies, some strikes here and there. I haven't been playing that much PvP because the meta's a little, eh. But um, it's good. Like it, it's making it so when I come back to Destiny, I do what I've missed and then I leave for a little bit, and I think that's good because it keeps it not stale in a way. Like it, it just keeps it good for me you know does that make sense oh yeah that totally makes sense all right so with that we're gonna hop right into the this week at bungie um there wasn't that much in it besides this one key note which the whole thing kind of focused around and we're getting a hot fix for the cruise well the whole game but the crucible like awesome right um we have the hot fix 2.5.0.2 Uh, which will be coming sometime in mid-February. We are going to be getting a stream before it comes out to kind of talk about what's going on with this hotfix, which is awesome. Those streams are really nice. They keep us informed, kind of gives you an idea of what to look forward to. Um, For today, we don't have any patch notes. Those probably won't be coming until about when we get the stream, but they did give five goals of what they want to do with uh, the hotfix, which is very interesting because we've never gotten goals before. We've just kind of gotten, all right, here's what we did and kind of why we do it. We didn't know beforehand what they wanted to do. So this kind of opens it up to think about what they they wanted, gives us even more room to speculate. Um, uh, so we'll, we'll go through them right now. We'll start off with it and we'll kind of give our speculations on what each goal means, how, how we feel it's going to affect the game. So the first goal is to promote alternatives and counters to shotguns. Jordan, what does that make you think? Oh, I think what they're going to do with this is they're not going to do a whole lot to shotguns, but they're going to start to play around with other alternatives, just like it says. So we're talking fusion rifles here and sidearms, most likely. 
Okay. Yeah, I, I definitely agree that they're probably not going to touch shotguns. It essentially, to me, feels like um, kind of what they said in that, the was it Christmas they posted on Reddit, or Cosmo did, uh, with quotes for them, where they say they don't want to nerf shotguns. They've, they've heard the community talking that they don't like nerfs. Uh, there have been too many of them. Um, fusion rifles and sidearms are definitely something that could come up as a, as a good counter to shotguns. I also think they're going to, you know, use, say, auto rifles maybe as as a good alternative to shotgun. Maybe snipers will come back. I just I'm I'm glad to see that they're saying promote alternatives and counters to shotguns rather than saying deal with the shotgun issue, because it definitely I agree with you. It definitely makes me think that they are not going to be nerfing shotguns, just bringing stuff up, which is awesome. Yeah, what do you Very think good. they need to do to, to sniper rifles in particular? Because personally, I still use snipers quite a bit, and I don't have a problem with them. I I feel I I feel they're pretty effective, just like they always were. What do you feel they need to do to snipers uh, in order to make them better? Well, I, it, it's more. I think they didn't need to be hurt in the way they were hurt, and I feel like they've done this in the past a lot, which is why I'm happy that they hopefully won't be touching shotguns that bad. Because you look at things like um, when Soros was king. They killed it when uh, Thorn and Last Word were uh, king. They attempted to kill them. Anytime something is really strong, they attempt to kill it. And when we had the sniper meta, it, it really wasn't as much about snipers being super overpowered. It was just that other options weren't as good. And what they did was they not only brought up the other options at that time, but they destroyed snipers. And I really think there was no reason to say affect the um, scope in time. There was no reason to affect. The, the zoom variable. And part of that is just because Bungie has says the reason why they do that is because the snipers weren't fitting the way they foresaw them to work in the game. They were working in a way that um, they thought shouldn't be snipers. They wanted snipers for you, for you to be sitting back to snipe people from far per se. But the way destiny plays, it's very fast paced and very much about getting in your opponent's face. So having snipers with that, that quick scope time and those low zooms made it so that you could counter people rushing with shotguns with that sniper. And I understand that Bungie may not want it to be like that, but that's how the game plays. And I think they need to accept that and allow snipers to, to go back to being prime at doing that. And I think if they did that, it wouldn't make snipers overpowered anymore because people through this meta have found out the best ways to use movement and use shotguns. Yeah, David. Uh, yeah, personally with snipers, I, I I'm not really sure that they need to do anything. Um, they they introduced flinch to snipers a while back. That was one of the big changes, correct? Yes. Right. Yes. That that was. But um, sorry, sorry to cut you off. I'll just throw in. I am going to agree with you right now. Flinch is good for snipers because it it, it helps keep them from being hard scoped for extended periods of time. It's just the the close up stuff that I'm more concerned about. Yeah, yeah. I, snipers shouldn't be viable up close, save for maybe No Land Beyond. It's sort of a, a black sheep, though. Um, I have no problems with snipers. I don't think they necessarily need to change anything with snipers at this point. Things seem balanced. They have various different sniper archetypes for you to use. Some are good in the Crucible, some aren't. Um, I don't know. I, I actually like the way snipers are right now, personally. Um, so, yeah, leave it at that. Yeah, let's go on to the next goal. Sounds good. Uh, so for, for goal number two, we have they want to align potency of primary weapons with surgical changes. So uh, what do you think in here? What do you think surgical changes means? Oh, I, I, what, I think what they're trying to convey here with the term surgical is they're going to make small changes to various archetypes to make them more viable. Um, possibly uh, they may I, I, I don't want to say they're going to nerf I, I hope they don't start nerfing a lot I think they need to bring up uh, a lot of primaries to help counteract like the pulse meta right now for instance but um, I think they're going to have to implement either some nerfs or they're going to have to take away some perks from certain weapons so um, but surgical makes me think that they're going to make small changes so hopefully they're small changes in a positive direction, not a negative, i.e. nerf. Uh, what do you what do you think they're going to do with with regards to surgical changes? <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, the surgical changes makes me think that they're going small scale only, which I think could be a problem for some of the weapons. I mean, aligning the potency of primary weapons 
that to me is, is, is a weird way to say it because that doesn't mean, I mean, doesn't mean are they going to align it with other primaries? Are they going to align it with specials? Because right now people definitely have a problem with the fact that special gunplay is the primary gunplay um, because your primaries aren't going to counter them. You're going to be able to do something way faster with a shotgun or a sniper than you can with any other primaries because of time to kill. So I don't know if they're aligning potency with, say, specials or with other primaries. Um, if they're doing it with specials, then I don't really think surgical changes will do it. Some of the um, outlandish guns right now, like slow rate of fire pulse rifles or slow rate of fire auto rifles, um, those really, really would need some decent changes to be really, truly usable in the meta. So with the surgical changes, um, it worries me that it won't see a big shift. We're basically going to have what we have right now, with just a little bit of a difference. Um, maybe some of the stuff they do to with their other goals will not let that happen. Maybe the surgical changes will be balanced out by what they by what they do with their other goals. But it just seems like we more need more than just small surgical changes. We need decent changes, decent shifts. I I mean, there's to me the meta right now has been there long enough and is very stale. And I think that a lot of the community kind of feels that same way. And I think we need a decent shift, a different meta per se. We don't need the hand cannon, high rate of fire, pulse rifles meta anymore, even though I love hand cannons. Yeah. Well, uh, well, well then and it, with that being said, <laughs> I like to stutter, by the way, uh, aligning the potency of primary weapons with surgical changes. Let's hope that what that means is that they're going to bring primaries up to be a viable option against special weapons, secondary weapons like shotguns, snipers and such. And by surgical changes, let's hope that they mean that they're going to make changes not just across the board to auto rifles or across the board to pulse rifles, but surgical changes to specific weapons or archetypes within pulse rifles or within auto rifles to make them more viable. Because that's probably what they'll need to do at this point. I hope that's what they mean by surgical changes, but um, I guess we'll have to wait and see. That's a that's a really good point that you bring up with them touching specific weapons. I hadn't really thought about it in that way. If they were to touch specific weapons, though, say, I mean, the, the ones you think the most would be exotics. So if they were to do that, what exotics do you think they would um, touch the most? Because, I mean, this is this is kind of jumping ahead. They did say mm -hmm. fix some issues with a sample platter of exotics. That's goal four. But I, I saw that more as fix issues with them, not change them to fit the meta per se. But say they're doing surgical changes on set guns. What set guns do you think need? big touches or little touches well i think you i think you mentioned one was the slow firing auto rifles those need help um if you think about that let's think about those slow fire auto rifles those should be good uh they're they fire slow they are typically stable i have a couple sitting in my vault because uh i can't get rid of them because i look at them they're auto rifles with counterbalance perfect balance and rangefinder or something i don't know i have a couple different variants saved in my vault right now um with real high stability decent impact but they have a slow fire rate and they just don't work in the crucible they need help something something to bring up their uh per damage hit to to get the time to kill down um they, because they should be good you think about it they should be they should be almost like a training weapon for the crucible you know um because they're they're just they they seem easy to use, but they just don't kill fast enough. Um, so it'd be nice to get some sort of a, a buff to them uh, to it, decrease that time to kill and make them more viable. Not so I wouldn't think I'd want to make them as a, as fast of a time to kill as the current pulse meta, but something close so that you have a chance. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, some of the pulse rifles, like the slower firing pulse rifles, they're not doing so great right now, but they're. They're not horrible. Um, a little bit of buff there. Uh, hand cannons. We talked about hand cannons. Uh, uh, how they have started to feel better. But I was playing with hand cannons. I, I saved like six or seven hand cannons. Uh, a couple whales and some ice lunas. Um, some of the... Uh, I, I'm blanking. Uh, what's the newer hand cannon from Trials? Because I, I have a water star that was really good. And I got the new... Trials one. I just blanked on that. But, oh, the, um, the it's the high rate of fire one. Yeah. I mean, I think of its name in about 
10 seconds yeah it's, it's no longer need it yeah it's fine uh, but that one per se oh, exile student there yeah, you go there you go so it's not necessary it, it doesn't look great on paper it's it's it looks like it could be decent but i saved it and played with it and i played with that and all the other ones i just mentioned and i was like eh, they need help still <laughs> and it's also a partially user error or lack of user skill with them i understand that because I'm, I'm i just love mita I, I play with mita all the time um so it's really hard for me to go from mita to a hand cannon but still um yeah it's pretty interesting um they still have the ghost bullet issue occasionally um i don't know if it necessarily got fixed i think people are just starting to get used to it um but yeah uh as far as like a web you know like a not just full-on weapon types like all of auto rifles. I think those are two good examples. Those slow fire rate auto rifles and the uh, slow fo slow fire rate pulse rifles are two um, that, that definitely need help because I think they should be good on paper. I agree. Um, auto rifle play is interesting. In some ways, it can be boring, but I, I think it can be tons of fun. And any, any good first-person shooter has really good feeling auto rifles. And the, the auto rifles in Destiny feel great. I love how they look, especially the low rate of fire auto rifles. But they don't kill in the Crucible, and that's a problem. Um, I think part of that comes down to the, the time. To, so the way, if you think about it with time to kill, when you're looking to balance a gun, you really want um, your time to kill to be the same for all guns. So say um, with hand cannons, you have a certain time to kill because it's three bolts to hit. And then um scout rifles that's four bullets to hit and pulse rifles that's six to nine bullets to hit or whatever it is but what you need to remember with auto rifles and this is what kind of brings auto rifles down in this game and makes them hard to balance with the other guns is say a time to kill with auto rifles is eight bullets or ten bullets if you're using a low rate of fire well with auto rifles the majority of the time you're not gonna hit all eight bullets like you would hit all four bullets with a scout rifle so it, it then slows down your time to kill even more than what it would already be, because instead of getting those eight bullets, you have to fire off, say, 15 bullets to get those eight bullets to hit, which then makes auto rifles hard to kill or hard to balance because your time to kill isn't the same because you're not getting the perfect scenario like you are every single time you use that counterbalanced um, uh, clever dragon where you're getting all nine bullets to hit every single time right on people's heads because you have a laser beam that's why the doctrine was really good when we had the doctrine meta because it was a laser beam so you were able to get that ideal time to kill with the doctrine the majority of the time um it creates a problem and i, I think right now they haven't really put auto rifles in a place where they they could be because to me the way i would think about it auto rifles should have a faster time to kill than any other gun if you were to hit in the ideal experience that way when you're not playing in the ideal experience um, with an auto rifle you get the same time to kill as say a hand cannon or a scout rifle will they ever do that i don't know because it creates balance very hard um surgical changes on specific primary weapons though it makes me think that they may touch some of the primary exotics and one that they, i really hope they touch is hawk moon because i miss when that thing was good i really want it to be good again um xbox users never got to experience it i also kind of hope they bring back high caliber rounds to mita i know they'll never do it but i can hope can't i because high caliber rounds on mita was awesome i don't know any any other small touches to exotics i'm sure will help but um yeah, I think that's all I've really got for surgical changes. You got anything else to add, Jordan? The last word. I something <laughs> something about that weapon, like that thing still can wreck you from long distance. Um that's the only other primary I can think of that's an exotic that they need to look at. Um I don't know if it necessarily needs I don't want to nerf it though, but what <laughs> when I see someone playing with that and they're pretty far away and they melt me with it, it's just like, no. No, that's not right. <laughs> so I, it, I, it could be lag. You know, the thing is that we, we do know there's lag in the crucible. Just in case you didn't know there, it's there. <laughs> um, Still there. Hold on. Wait, let's look again. Nope. Still there. Um, Yeah, uh, it could just be lag because that happens. I got melted by, I don't know, some like random auto rifle. It was like a blue auto rifle the other day. I was like, what? I like turned a corner. I was dead. And it said, I looked at what killed me. I was like, what? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. 
I, I think note, the I important thing to remember <laughs> with um, the last word, which I, I didn't mention this, but I should have. I think they need. I still think they need to get rid of bloom. Will it ever happen? Probably not. But I think they need to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. The thing with to remember with the last word is um, it's firing super fast. It's a hand cannon. They can hold down the trigger and it's going to fire. But it also can kill you in three bullets. So I think that feeling of getting melted by the last word is part of you're not getting killed in three bullets. You're probably getting killed in five, six, sometimes seven bullets, depending on how far away you are. But because you have this this relatively high impact gun, it's going to feel like you're getting hit hard each time you're getting hit, even though you're being hit by this weaker version of a hand cannon. It's still going to feel like you're getting hit hard and you're getting hit consistently at a fast fire because the last word has a faster fire rate than some auto rifles in the game, which is saying something, (laughs) but it's doing 70 to the head. So even at a distance when it's doing 40, 50 to the head, it's still going to feel like you're being melted. It's, It's one of those guns that is awesome. I love that they put it in the game. It's got great lore. It's got great feel. It's an iconic weapon for this game. But it's very hard to balance, especially if you make hand cannons good, as shown by the fact that anytime we've had a good hand cannon meta, which this technically isn't because you really need high range to have good hand cannons. But anytime we've had a good eye cannon meta, hand cannon meta, it destroys. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, I don't want to see a nerf on it. I think if they get this right and they they buff, buff things that need to be buffed and find a better balance then it probably won't be something we notice as much but that yeah that was just the only other one that i i, I noticed that you didn't mention so all right so then moving on to goal three um they want to file down a couple of issues with each class uh, that's very vague i don't really know what that means you got any input jordan please bungie make trip mines great again please I just want to use my hunter again. I never use my hunter in the crucible because trip mines suck. I like skips, but I just like, no, they they feel cheap. I like trip mines, man. I no, I agree. I don't understand why they ever took away um, trip mines sticking to people at the same time that they nerfed them. I feel like that was really dumb because if you're not going to let them stick to people, that was the main way you'd get one hit kills with them. If you're not going to let them stick to people, then let them one shot people who they didn't stick to no matter who it is no matter what the armor let them kill them in one shot okay you don't want them to kill people in one shot fine then let us stick them to them like it really didn't make sense to me that they took away both the good things to trip mines and now gunslingers like they have incendiary grenades which are really good but i really want each class to have options in each spot and right now each class kind of has like one sometimes two grenades that you want and i really want each class to have three grenades that you want to use um going along with that i'm glad you brought up grenades um skip grenades i think all tracking grenades need to be touched they seem to either track too far or too fast because there are times when on a warlock i can't move fast enough to get away from tracking grenades which is a problem if they're gonna track yeah it is no if they're gonna track me for that long that's fine make them track slowly so that i can get away from them if they're gonna track fast that's fine make it be a very short track there needs to be some sort of balance between that speed to distance ratio of tracking so that either you can get away from them and survive it or they don't track you for the point where you're running away for long enough that eventually you'll slip up and they'll catch up with you yeah i agree i i I run my warlock a lot that's my main in the crucible I run Voidwalker. I run my agility really high. So if you guys see me, I'm really easy to kill, but I'm really fast. So um, I run Blink. So I'm blinking around and I see that skip coming at me. I I, I usually turn around and haul tail out of there. And I'm, I'm sprinting with shoulders on so I don't have any sprint lock. And I'm blinking away and I'll, I'll double blink, turn around. First of all, those things are still tracking me, even if I have a, a straight line of exit and so we're talking like i don't have to turn a corner or anything i'm just straight line sprinting and blinking i should be able to get two blinks in and sprint and be out of range of those things but sometimes they're still coming at me and as soon as i turn actually no before i even turn around to see what's going on they're usually hitting me it's like what (laughs) and i use them i use my hunter i i use my hunter i use blade dancer um i mean (laughs) I like Blade Dancer. I like Shinobu's Vows. I like having the two skips, but it feels cheap. Yeah. Uh, and we're talking a, a little tweak 
to the speed at which they track would help things out tremendously. Um, they'd still hit, they'd still be, they'd still be a great grenade option, but it would allow people to escape them if they react quick enough. And sometimes I feel I react more than quick enough. I see them coming through the air at me and I'm already running and they still get me somehow. It's like just a little bit of change and they'll be great. And yeah, trip mines, we said that already. Um, what about, uh, warlock grenades? You know, I, I, the, I don't see a whole lot of people using the, uh, uh the scatter grenade yeah i mean scatter grenades are good if you use um nothing manacles but other than that they're meh um the one thing i did want to mention before we move on from skips is maybe touching damage would help too because one problem i do have with it's shinobu's vow shinobu's vow has created problems and maybe that's one of the exotics they'll touch with this next the next mm-hmm. goal, which we keep going to ahead of time, or I do anyway. <laughs> but um, the problem with them is you can have someone sitting around a corner and you can know they're there and then you can throw both your skips and that does enough damage to kill someone. To me, there shouldn't be a way for you to kill someone you can't see, even if you're using an exotic to do it. That's just dumb to me that you can not see someone and have a way of killing them automatically because you're throwing a tracking grenade around a corner I don't know. It just seems cheap to me. I don't even know if there's a way to balance it or if we just don't deal with it till Destiny 2. But uh, it, I'm going to I agree with you, but only in regards to the skips because of how powerful they are right now. Um, I, I, I don't really have uh, a problem with the damage either. Again, it's really I, I like your idea of toning down the speed at which they track and their ability to track because they, they really track. They Those things are like homing beacons on you for a long time. Um, but, you know, don't forget we have, the, you know, Warlocks have a great tracking grenade option. In fact, uh, you know, they have two of them. Um, they have, you know, for the solar and the void subclass, you know, I use the, uh, I'm sorry, I'm blanking here. Um, the, you know, the void grenade. Axion and, bolts. The Axion bolts. There you go. Thank you. Uh, the Axion bolts. I use them quite a bit, but they, they track really slowly and you can easily run away from them. So there really isn't a problem with them. Um, so I don't really want to see them. You know, touch all tracking grenades or anything like that but yeah certain ones i.e skips being the, the the main offenders definitely need to be looked at i think they will look at them because you know i've, I've gotten enough crucible play in over the last few weeks that i've <laughs> i feel i can i, I can i can i can and endorse a change in those wholeheartedly <laughs> yeah it's it's interesting with other grenades i mean um stickies if you get stuck you you die that's fine i don't care about that i wish you you would always die if you stuck someone i know archiblade if you stick them sometimes they don't die which Mm -hmm. is weird to me i don't know specifically when you die or don't die what armor rating it is but at some point people survive it and that's dumb i also kind of wish they didn't track sticky grenades tracking is weird and it always feels like I don't know why. Maybe it's just me, but I feel like when I'm using a Sunsinger Warlock, they track more when I use fusion grenades that that do the sticks. But that could just be my personal preference or my personal feeling. Yeah, it does feel like that. I don't know if it's the way they throw it or something, but it it feels weird. Yep. No, I agree. I used to use Sunsinger. That was when I when I first started to really play the Crucible a lot more. I used Sunsinger because it was really easy to have to sticky grenades at all times and i know that's cheap but i was a noob uh still sort of am um yeah i noticed that compared to the other classes that have stickies the uh yeah those those, the fusions are really really easy to stick and in fact you can almost like sort of you wouldn't even have to go around a corner you could just sort of peek just barely get that angle and throw them and they'd stick to someone you just it's like it's like almost like that hitbox is bigger for that particular grenade and if I'm on, let's say, like my Titan, like I can't I can't use the sticky nades on the Titan as well. So, yeah, but I don't think they have a problem necessarily. So. Yeah. Other than that, um, I can't think of any other big issues I currently see with the way class plays classes play, maybe boost some things up from less played classes. Like I know Arc Blades hit detection is still a little off. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe boost off something with Gunslinger so people want to play more. I don't understand why they ever touch throwing knives. I think giving I wouldn't even care if throwing knives got one shot kills with headshots because they're pretty hard to use. Maybe completely remove aim assist from those and give that um, with warlocks. Uh, I feel like all kind of get used 
evenly for different reasons, whether it's PvE or PvP, because these these changes will affect PvE, which is what we have to remember. Yeah. Um, for Titans, maybe give hammers a little bit of love. They're kind of sitting out there. Um, strikers, I see them a lot. They they seem fine. Bubbles, if you know how to use them, they're great. So I don't know. I don't see any other class problems. Do you see any other ones? Uh, overall class problems, no. Um, there there could be some things that I just haven't experienced myself enough. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna touch those. But um, I was trying to think of uh, exotics any maybe exotic armor pieces um because there's plenty that i don't see used ever so i'm almost uh i don't want to speculate because uh <laughs> that could take a long time but I, i'm curious to see if there's going to be any exotic armor pieces that uh, are completely off the radar right now that may receive a change or a buff of some sort to make it more viable or hopefully make it more viable so that'd be cool something different and surprising uh, that could add uh, a new angle to the meta and what's being used out there. Hopefully increase the amount of things that are being used. Yeah. All right. So then moving on to goal four, um, I've touched on it a little bit. It's, it's fixed some issues with a sample platter of exotics. Um, I'm not sure exactly what they're going to do with this, whether that means weapons or armor. Um, I know one thing that's been mentioned before is no land beyond doesn't receive the flinch that normal snipers do. I don't know if they'll, they view that as an issue and they're going to fix that. Um, do you know of any other issues with exotics, Jordan? No. Uh, in regards to No Land Beyond, I don't I don't believe it. It receives less flinch. I was trying to think of how to word that. Um, it's it, it has to do with the mechanics of the gun itself. You don't have a scope. You're not zoomed in. So it doesn't look like it's flinching as much. Does that make any sense? It does. I never thought about it that way. Um, I think... I, th- I could be wrong. I think they've tested it, though, and it receives less flinch. But their test could have been flawed by not thinking about what you just said. So maybe you just broke the meta. No, I, I think they probably thought about it. But yeah, it doesn't. Overall, it does not receive. Uh, it, it, it. Well, OK, it, it it doesn't appear. I'm sorry. I'm, my words are not coming out today very well. It the The perceived flinch that it receives when you're getting hit by another weapon or bullets from another weapon is not as much because of the lack of zoom and i'm sure they took that into account and i'm sure that yes technically it's it's probably or yeah overall it receives less because of that fact though it makes sense to me that's all that's what i guess that's what i'm trying to say okay i got you yeah maybe maybe they'll i don't know i can't even think of any other issue maybe they'll do something to shinobu's vow um maybe touch things that aren't being used like um astral sight verse maybe yeah, yeah, that yeah, that's what I was saying before. Like, there's got to be there's got to be some exotics out there, at least in the the armor category that um, can be changed or buffed or something, you know, to make them fun and useful in PvP and PVE. You know, so I, I, there's a lot of them. I, I just there's so many exotics. I have most of them in my vault still, and I, they just sit there. They're just they're just trophies. I don't like. What, why do I have these? I started deleting them. I don't know. Whatever. um weapons too don't forget weapons there's weapons that we pined after for a long time and we just never use no time to explain we don't use it i mean i've seen it used it it, on paper we thought it would be awesome we got it and we're like this gun should be awesome and it was like "Eh." it sits in my vault um that that one actually does have an issue that could be fixed because that that muzzle flash makes it not usable really because if someone's decently far away when you start shooting you can no longer see them really i did oh my god that's a good point i never even thought about that <laughs> yeah it, it, i gotta yeah, have to it, play it, with it, it more <laughs> it is. go go stand if you stand like say like 40 meters like 30 40 meters away once you start shooting it's like the flash is so big that you like you lose the sight ability makes to it see really them. hard to hit headshots and stuff oh my god i never see i never really used it in the crucible but i just I just know um, playing in PvE, it was like, eh. So, um, but yeah, in PvP, it seemed like the time to kill was a little too high. Um, I, I, I guess I never experienced the muzzle flash issue. Oh, hmm, weird. But yeah, there's even weapons. I, I mean, this this balance patch uh, is probably going to be geared towards PvP. But uh, there's, all, there's some stuff that, you know, could be helped for PvE purposes as well. Well, I don't know. 
right? I'm also hoping maybe, I mean, they're saying fix some issues, which is probably the type of things we've talked about, but maybe they'll use it as an opportunity to make things more viable, like the snipers that aren't used, things like Telesto that never get used, certain primaries that never get used, like Bad Juju really doesn't get used that much, Soros doesn't get used. Maybe they'll touch those in a way that makes them more viable for use, either in PvE or PvP. But um, yeah, I just hope they kind of use this as a broad aspect to do stuff. Yeah, yeah, I hope so too. All right, so then moving on to the last goal, um, five is supporting adjustments to special ammunition. Um, so what? Are they touching the special ammo economy again? I, it's very vague. Like, what do you think? Any any thoughts on what this could bring, Jordan? Nope. I, I, I actually have no thoughts. I'm not going to make anything up. They say they're supporting adjustments to special ammunition. So I'm assuming that they meant to make adjustments, or po- I shouldn't say assume. Maybe they're making adjust, or maybe they are going to like enforce adjustments that they meant to make and didn't. I don't, I don't know what that means. Supporting adjustments, or maybe I'm reading it wrong. Maybe it's supporting adjustments, not supporting adjustments. Does that make sense? I don't know. Yeah, yeah no, I don't know how to read it's, it. It's this one is just. There's other things where like we have experience with stuff and we can speculate on what it is. We can think about the guns that may need touch. This one is just. They've changed the economy in so many different ways prior to this that if they're changing the economy again, we really have no way to know. I'm guessing in some way it will involve them reducing the amount of special ammo you have in Crucible, whether it's in specific modes or in um, specific areas or with certain timing. I know that maybe that's their way of dealing with shotguns, maybe give people less shotgun ammo, makes people use primaries more. I don't know. Uh, whatever they end up doing, maybe they make it so there's only one special box or two special boxes per map. Who knows? Whatever they do, um, we're, that's one thing we're just going to have to wait and see. We can't really have a full discussion on that one. Yeah. I, 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 the only other thing I'll say about that is they, they did make a change to special already. It wasn't that long ago. Um, if they reduce special anymore, then I mean that would be a good way to promote primary play in the Crucible if you don't have special ammo. Um, guess you're going to have to use your primary. Um, it will that's become what... a sidearm meta. God. Um, good luck. To, um, <laughs> good luck to those. Sidearm and sidearm. That's why they come back. Yeah. That, well, I mean, okay. So I, here's some speculation. Say they do that and sidearms become more viable as a result and primaries are forced to become more viable as a result. Would you see that as a bad thing? Uh, no, because it'd be a change from what we have now. Um, I, I mean, I personally love using sidearms because they're fun, but th- they don't really do much. Like, I mean, besides maybe using Trespasser, uh, some people swear by Dreg's Promise, but besides using those, sidearms don't really do much. You're kind of putting yourself at a disadvantage because it is the one um, special weapon that doesn't get a one-shot kill at its optimal range. So say maybe, like you said, they do touch it and those become viable for that ammo reason i think that's good because then that that's their way of then making special or making sidearms viable without making them overpowered they made it so you have the choice you can you can have very little ammo with a special weapon that will get one shot kills or you get consistent ammo with a special weapon that doesn't and can be outmatched by a primary if you're not playing in its optimal range and i i would like that i think that'd be awesome it'd be definitely a fresh change to what we have right now yeah, you know, it just made me think of something. I think earlier in the episode, I mentioned something about sidearms, and I, 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 I listed them as one of the weapons that may need a change. But yeah, let me let me go back on that and flip flop. I, I don't I don't think they actually need a change because I do mess around with sidearms occasionally in the Crucible. Um, mostly just wave them around. I don't really shoot them. I usually just get killed a lot when I use them. But um, the uh, the sidearm is is actually is pretty good once you get the hang of it. It, it they're, they're pretty good as they are now they really don't need change i think they actually perform the way they're supposed to they feel like what they're supposed to be so yeah um yeah it'd be pretty cool if they became viable out of uh at, 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 you know forced to be viable i guess is what you say it. it'd be interesting yeah i don't think it'd be bad either honestly all right so then that kind of covers the goals um Jordan, did you want to talk about Mash Those Buttons real quick? Sure thing. Mash Those Buttons, your ultimate resource for video game commentary, reaction, and involvement by a variety of opinionated and informed gamers who love gaming of all kinds. 
Covering a large swath of gaming, we cover the latest news and information on the games you care about and always provide unfiltered commentary and fun. Check out all the killer podcasts available today on the Mash Those Buttons network at www.mashthosebuttons.com. All right. So then with that, uh, we did want to mention that there are two big Reddit posts up, one by Kai Kucha and one by Mercules, and they both kind of cover their own versions of speculation for the um, the fixes coming up to guns, basically the meta changes, what they think Bungie should do or what they think Bungie will do. Um, those we wanted to mention them because we feel they're important because Bungie uh, has mentioned that they look over those in the past. So maybe if you want to get um, kind of a feel for what the community is thinking and what uh, Bungie may be looking at, you can go read those. We're going to link both of those in the show notes. Um, so you can check those out. They're really good reads, uh, go very in depth with their speculation. Um, there's also a nice too long, didn't read section on Mercules is post. If you just want to get kind of his quick fix notes, but, uh, they're really good reads. So go check those out. And then from that, we're going to move into our thoughts on the current mood from the game. Um, destiny is kind of at a standstill. We're not denying that right now, but it doesn't mean it's dead um jordan like in general how are you feeling about the game you think it's going in the right direction you think what's coming up is good like what are you feeling all right so i'm gonna answer this in two parts i'm gonna first talk about my personal mood and then i'll go into how i feel the community is feeling about the game right now so personally um i'm in a weird spot because i feel like i should be burnt out from the game and I feel like I should be bored with the game, and sad about the game. Sorry, I'm acting really, you know, I'm, I'm being dramatic, but um, I'm not actually. Um, I'm finding ways to make the game interesting and fun for myself again, um, despite that like feeling in the back of my head and that I, that I should be playing other games and just leaving Destiny for the time being. Um, I've been playing old raids again. Uh, private matches i started playing private matches again i haven't done too many of them but i've done a couple recently and i was like this is really fun um and it's fun because i have a good group of people to jump into these private matches with and play and we laugh and we giggle we shoot each other um so i don't know if that's necessarily the game doing that i think it's just the community that helps out so that will help me segue into the second half of my answer which is the community the community is obviously getting bored with the game and it's thinning out. The first indication that that is happening and already has happened was the last Iron Banner. I think we mentioned this. There did not seem to be nearly as many people playing Iron Banner. Uh, The reason I feel that way is because I was playing the same team multiple times while saying Iron Banner. It, It wasn't switching. It was like the lobbies were super small or something. And, um, the load times for crucible matches during iron banner and since then are obviously longer at least in my experience and the experience of the people i'm playing with i'm often playing with other people when i'm running crucible and so we're all sitting there in these super long load screens waiting for the next match to start and form um and i keep asking people i'm playing with hey you know when you're playing with other people by yourself are you experiencing this and they're all confirming that that's the case so yeah, I think the current mood in the community overall is they're bored. They probably have already left the game and played other games. The PvP set, I think, has moved on to Battlefield 1, and they're playing a lot of Overwatch. Overwatch is, like, the hot thing right now. I know it's a great game. I haven't actually played it, but I know a lot of people that are. The PvE set, uh, moving on to other games as well. So um, it's not a bad thing. I've said this in the past, and I'll reiterate it again. Moving on to another game that's a good thing. Destiny is this ongoing living thing that, you know, it, 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 it's great to play it all the time, but it's going to survive. It's always going to be there. So go play other games. And then when new content comes out, come back, you know, it's cool. We don't need you playing every day. You already bought the game. You know, (laughs) it's like, it's not a big deal. I think people grind away and feel this need. It's almost like that game. It's like a gambling addiction, but, uh, you know, like, 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 you're not game. I guess you're not gambling. You know, it's just like it's like this weird addiction. Like you have to have everything in the game. Some people feel like they have to grind away, but you really don't. It's great to do that, but you know, if you're bored of it and you're hating it, then move on. There's a lot of other great games to play out there. And the people at Bungie have even said this: if you're getting bored of the game, go play another game. 
simple, right? Oh yeah, I know. I agree. Um, recently I have been playing other games, so I've, I mean, I've been, um, on my usual FIFA grind, which happens every year, which is a very sporadic thing. I've been playing some Call of Duty. Um, I've been hopping into Skyrim now and again, occasionally doing some other scrolls online, a little bit of Titanfall. Um, and when I when I come back to Destiny, which is it's still consistently throughout the week, I have fun. And I I like that it's kind of a, a pressure off relationship right now with Destiny where it's I don't have to grind. I don't have to do the the raid three times a week because I have all the rewards from the raid. The raid. I don't have to do trials nonstop every weekend because I've been to the lighthouse a bunch of times. I, I can just kind of enjoy Destiny when I come back. And honestly, that's kind of made me enjoy Strikes more than I have in a long time because I just, um, because I have been uh, coming back sporadically. And when I come back, I'm like, yeah, I want to do some PvE content. Let me do some Strikes because not a whole raid team's on. And I've been enjoying Strikes, which is something that hasn't happened in a decent amount of time. And I like that a lot. Um, I really like, the feeling I have when I play the game because it is it is essentially a new not a new experience but it's like I feel fresh when I'm playing Destiny I don't feel like I've been playing it for eight hours a day and it's getting old um with what you were saying with regards to the community I agree it's very obvious when you play Crucible that um the community within the Crucible has shrunk um especially with Trials of Osiris you're getting very sweaty games all the time with Trials which isn't a bad thing. That's the way it kind of should be. Everybody should be playing to win in trials. Um, you don't have any true cakewalks to the lighthouse anymore, but that's how you improve your game by playing good people. Um, uh, the the big indication to me that other people are playing other games is, I guess, if, if you go onto Twitch and you look at the big Destiny Twitch streamers, even the competitive players, a lot of them are playing other games. Overwatch is the big one that people are playing. And when you see people on Twitch that do this for a living doing other games, you know that the community is kind of shifting away for now. Um, I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing for the game. Like you said, Bungie has encouraged people to play other games, take a break from it. Uh, when we get a new meta, I think it, there's going to be a big resurgence of the hardcore gamers because people are, are very sick of the current meta and crucible is what people do when there's content droughts. That's how it's been with destiny. It's kind of been this, we go into a content drought. So we all, merge into the crucible and um i think seeing the shift in the meta will bring some people back uh, i know we have updates coming in the future obviously those will bring people back um and then i have i have no doubt that when destiny 2 does come out whenever that may be end of 2017 or if it gets delayed till 2018 uh we will see a big rise in the community again i say that because i've been playing call of duty for years and the same cycle happens with Call of Duty every year. People play the game for the first few months. The community gets really dry. The new one comes out and millions of people go and buy it. And that will happen with Destiny the same way. We will have a huge resurgence when Destiny 2 comes out. The community isn't dead just because it's slow right now. Um, the the mood in the game may may feel slow, but it's it's happy. And the people who play Destiny are enjoying it no matter how often they're playing it. Yeah, now that's the that last sentiment that the fact that the people that are still playing are happy. I'll echo that. I, I and it's a good thing. I it, it there's a lot of people that have just picked up the game, I guess, mostly because it just uh you know, we're we're just we're just after the holidays and uh it's a good thing, man. I, it's it's pretty cool, you know, uh we we keep talking about how Destiny 1 is sort of on its last legs, but it's really cool to see people coming into the game and starting uh, new characters again. Um, yeah, I actually may start some new characters on my other account. So, I don't know. We'll see. You can do a permadestiny challenge? Ah, you know, maybe I will. Maybe I will. It's tragic when you die. It is very, very, very tragic. Yeah, what's what were they doing before? I guess uh, a couple of weeks or months back, they were doing it where uh, they were trying to see how many exotics you can get, and that was the competition before you die. Yeah, then it's just can you get to forty before you die? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. I saw people like sort of skirting some of the rules or making their own rules up for that. I think it was like they were allowing themselves to die in raids, but not in strikes or not in story mode, or they had to be able to only they could only die in strikes and raids but if they died in story mode then they would delete the characters so yeah i don't know maybe i'll do that who knows 
All right. So any other final thoughts you want to add today, Jordan? Uh, No, I'm good, man. Let's wrap this right. up. Yeah. How do you wrap it up for us? All right. Well, help if my stuff just disappeared on my screen. Oh, my God. Here we go. Let's wrap it up. All right. So thank you for listening to In Orbit. We are available on a ton of platforms, so make sure you are spreading the word. The best way to do that is to share In Orbit with others. We are on iTunes, SoundCloud, Overcast for iOS, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Player FM, Pocket Cast, and we have an RSS feed. Links are available for each platform right on the Mash Those Buttons website at www.mashthosebuttons.com. Make sure to stay tuned after the show to hear what's coming this week on Mash Those Buttons. Make sure to check out the other shows on the Mash Those Buttons network at mashthosebuttons.com forward slash shows to see all of our podcasts. For any questions regarding scheduling, check mashthosebuttons.com forward slash schedule for scheduling details. And you can check us out on Twitter, twitter.com slash MTB site, facebook.com slash mash those buttons and youtube.com slash mash those buttons. Jordan, where can people find you at? You can find me streaming on Twitch at www.twitch.tv forward slash IMTBot. And I don't know, doing stuff on Twitter at IM underscore TBot. And you can find me streaming on Twitch, twitch.tv slash DSBolt. And on Twitter, Twitter at DS underscore Bolt. Then, as always, you can contact us with any questions you have for the show, inorbitpodcast at gmail.com. It's a great way to get involved. You can give us your feedback from the episode. Let us know what you thought on the topics we talked about. We really enjoy the feedback when we get it. So please make sure to shoot us an email or contact one of us on Twitter or Twitch. My prior events are not a memory, it is momentum. It advances, leads, and controls, points and directs, shapes and forms. I may not enjoy what lies in front of me, but as in any story, the past needs resolution. We are the authors, the finishers of our fate. What's in my past is my prologue. What's in my future is my destiny. On behalf of the entire In Orbit team, Jordan, myself, Jarrett in the back, we thank you for listening to our show, and as always, we'll see you on the next mission. Your destiny calls. Thank you for choosing a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Here's what's coming up this week on Mash Those Buttons. On Monday, January 30th, Jorge, David, and Jordan transmit in orbit. This week talking about a new update, weapons balance, and upcoming changes to the meta. On Tuesday, January 31st, Nick and Katie continue their quest to educate you on Warcraft lore on the Torn and the Goblin. This week they'll be talking about new patch 7.2 models, particularly Anduin and Gallywix. On Wednesday, February 1st, Jarrett, Mikey, and Bond bring you the latest in Overwatch and its community on Watchpoint Radio. This week talking about community thoughts on CTF, possible changes to Bastion, and a predicted Roadhog nerf. On Friday, February 3rd, Mike, Rob, and Luke bring you SitRep Radio, talking the latest in the division and the state of the game. To find more information on all of our shows, go to mashthosebuttons.com shows. And to see our full podcast schedule, visit mashthosebuttons.com schedule.